previously on At the Movies with Arch Campbell and Lou Katz. I'm going to put Late Night for number 10. <laughs> That's my number 10. She's reading off your script. Arch. That's hilarious. Hello, everybody. We're back. Yes. I'm Lou Katz, former radio legend. Our current radio legend. Now flipping burgers here at Hound Radio, welcoming you to our special pop-up podcast. pop and now, speaking of pop-ups, <laughs> here's the king of popping off. You know him. You've loved him for decades. Arch Campbell. Here we are. We call this the review of reviews. Right. This is where we go back and pick up the reviews I do with you, Lou, on Hound Radio. Right. And I, we should remind everybody that they can get Hound Radio on your internet. Right, at www dot houndradio.com and it's also available on your mobile app too for uh, android and also for iphone cool so let's go back for a few good and a few not so hot movies on the review of reviews i've heard of the world wide web but this is ridiculous <laughs> it's the new spider-man far from home and it picks up where the avengers endgame left off and as you know marvel uh, puts these stories out, and they really know what they're doing. Spider-Man starts out with an action tease, and then it lobs a bunch of jokes at you. Uh, the guy who plays Spider-Man, Tom Holland, is very good and very winnable, and they balance the superhero stuff with his being a high school kid and having a crush on Zendaya. And they are, pardon the expression, they are a very cute couple. What do you want, Peter? I want to go back on my trip with the girl who I really like and tell her how I feel. MJ, I am Spider-Man. No, of course I'm not. I mean, it's kind of obvious. The, the mix of laughter and a little high school romance and action and the things they do with the plot this is just great fun to watch. If you like these superhero movies, you're going to love this. This is our special review of Reviews. Now back to Arch. Go see Yesterday Today, and I'll tell you why. This is one of the most delightful romantic comedies of the summer. It imagines a world where nobody except Hemish Patel remembers the Beatles. Uh, and the movie brings their uh, music to the world. Uh, the kid becomes a superstar because of this quirk that uh, suddenly all the electricity goes out and when he wakes up after being hit by a bus, he's the only person in the world who remembers the Beatles. Do you genuinely not know who the Beatles are? Genuinely. Then I'm in a really, really, really complicated situation. I loved it. I thought it was great. But I think it's great first because it uh, features the music. There's a wonderful romance with Lily James, who's just terrific. There's some great funny bits, especially from Kate McKinnon of uh, Saturday Night Live. She reminds me of Emma Stone in Late Night. Hi, we should talk. See, we pay, and you write songs, and then you make a ton of money, and then we take most of it. If you're looking for just a good time and a good date, a place to take your spouse or your partner or your best friend, Go see yesterday. I it almost gets the full bark. Wow! Three and a half stars. Runs just a little long, but man, I loved it. With so many movies to pick from, how do you sort them out? Which one do you spend your money on? It's our review of reviews, and Arch has more right now. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. <laughs> 
It's Toy Story 4, and I'm going to award it the honor of the G-rated family-friendly film of the summer. If you love uh, the other Toy Stories, this extends the stories uh, a little bit further. And you can't beat Tom Hanks as Woody, the, uh, the cowboy toy who's been passed on from his original owner to Andy the Kid's daughter. There's a couple of new characters in Toy Story 4, including a hilarious plastic fork spoon voiced by Tony Hale, Forky, made by uh, the little girl, Bonnie. She's so cute. She's at her first day at kindergarten. Everyone, Bonnie made a friend in class. Oh, she's already making friends. No, no, she literally made a new friend. I want you to meet Forky. Uh, hi. Hello. Hi. It's the usual adventures. Forky keeps trying to throw himself back in the trash where he came from, and Woody must save Forky for Bonnie. I love little Bonnie. The thing about that made Toy Story, the original, so good is the computer animation. And I'm amazed to tell you that the animation in story number four even surpasses how good the original Pixar animation was. The new characters also move things along. There's a doll voiced by Christina Hendricks. It's family-friendly. It's G-rated. Speaking of ratings, how are you rating this one, Arch? Let's give it three barks, three stars out of four. It's the family-friendly G-rated movie of the summer, and I know it's going to be a big hit. Getting all the reviews in just one place. I'm Lou Katz. It's our review of reviews, and we check in once again with Arch Campbell. Well, here we are, and it's a good weekend to get the Shaft, if you know what I mean, because they have remade Shaft with Samuel L. Jackson as the son of the original guy, Richard Roundtree, and a new Shaft, a third generation, Jesse Usher, who holds his own with these two guys. You can't beat up a woman. Why not? Because she's a woman. That's like misogynistic. You want being misogynistic. I ain't mentioning her gender. Okay. I'm an equal opportunity ass whooper. I'm so impressed with Shaft because it is a sly, violent, vulgar, <laughs> but almost irresistible R-rated urban comedy. Shaft is made in 1971, and they do a wonderful job of updating it because the new Shaft is a cybersecurity agent and a millennial and anti-violence and anti-gun. <laughs> they look at him like he just landed from the moon. It's a lot of fun, and it's a great wink and nod to the original movie. And I'm giving it three barks. The three hounds barks. are barking three times. That's three stars out of four. Shaft uh, will not give you the shaft, but it will give you a good shift at the movies. All right, now I understand you were also out late earlier in the week seeing yet another movie. It was a late night <laughs> in the best sense of the word. There's a new movie with Emma Thompson and Mindy Colling. It's kind of a, of a cross between broadcast news and The Devil Wears Prada. Emma Thompson is a late night talk show host. And she's been told by the network that either she gets with it or they're going to fire her. So she hires a woman writer because she doesn't have any diversity or gender in her writing staff. We need to hire a woman. Would a gay guy work? No. Who are you? I'm a new writer. A new female writer. Yeah, I can see that. This is just great fun, especially Emma Thompson. She's just hilarious as the most toxic boss in the world. Oh, if you just want to have 
great R-rated, go out and have a date and a nice time fun. Go see Late Night. I I really recommend it. Almost almost four barks. Wow. Oh, the kennel is going wild on this one. This is our special review of reviews. Now back to Arch. You my bags last night, I want you to rock it over and see Rocket Man, the new movie based on Elton John's life. It's a four-star movie starring Taron Edgerton as Elton John. It starts out singing and dancing and never stops. So that is a fat boy from nowhere. Get to be a soul man. You gotta kill the person you were born to be in order to become the person you want to be. I'm thinking of changing my name to Elton. It is a wow of a musical directed by uh, Dexter Flesher, who uh, directed uh, the back half of Bohemian Rhapsody. And it's like Bohemian Rhapsody, except somewhat better, uh, explaining Elton John's talent and his struggles. And by the time it's over, I said I watched the entire credit. I didn't want to leave. Really? The musical fantasy, and I would use the word spectacular. Wow. How about that? Rather impressive. Now, how many barks are you giving it? The kennel is going over the moon for this. Four barks out of four. This is just, uh, this is uh, one of the great movies of the year. Hi, I'm Lou Katz, and we are here to help you get the most bang for your movie buck with our review of reviews. And for that, we return to Arch. I rub the lamp, and out comes Disney's new live-action version of Aladdin. They got big shoes to fill because I remember and love the 1992 version with Robin Williams. It's one of the great animated cartoons Disney did. Uh, This time they've got uh, live actors in it and uh, Robin Williams as the genie is replaced by Will Smith. Smith is pretty good, but uh, I think the story is more suited as an animation than uh, live action. It didn't carry over to film. Uh, the other actors are fine. They pretty much uh, recreate the uh, cartoon scene by scene. They sing A Whole New World. Most of the songs are the same. I felt like they're working too hard. Some people in the audience liked it more than me. Uh, It's family fair, and it's PG, and it's Memorial Day weekend. All right, Guy, how many barks are you giving this one? Two and a half barks out of four. Two and a half stars. You know, it's a bark because you can park your kids (laughs) in there at Aladdin. With so many movies to pick from, how do you sort them out? Which one do you spend your money on? It's our review of reviews, and Arch has more right now. Well, uh, this weekend, a lot of people have been looking forward to The Hustle, which is a remake of a remake. It's uh, Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson, and they are very funny as two con artists. Why are women better suited to the con than men? Because we're used to faking it. Because no man will ever believe a woman is smarter than he is. I could be the partner he never knew he needed. It's a remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels with um, Steve Martin and Michael Caine. And so uh, Rebel Wilson and Anne Hathaway meet... They start working together as con artists on the French Riviera. Uh, Hathaway uh, uses this English uh, accent, which is okay. I don't think it's as good as you want it to be. It's good enough. They play it safe. There's a few laughs. 
it's okay for an okay time. I'm going to give it two barks out of uh, out of how many how many barks? Four can barks. The, two <laughs> barks out of four. The hounds the hounds are okay, but they're not uh, jumping all over the fence. You're listening to At the Movies with Arch Campbell and Lou Katz and a cast of thousands. What is that email address? It's so easy to remember. <laughs> is it? Arch. <laughs> A-R-C. Wouldn't that be nice? It's just, just email Arch. That's all you have to do. Is just type out Arch. <laughs> Put Arch. a stamp on it. Right. It's snail mail. A-R-C-H. Arch at hound. H-O-U-N-D. Houndradio.com. Or if for some reason you actually want to reach me, that's Lou, L-O-O, at houndradio.com. Why do they call you Lou? Why do you spell it L-O-O? Oh, gosh. It's just a silly story. Somebody one day uh, saw my name, and uh, they scratched it out and wrote L-O-O over an old memo. And I go, oh, that's sort of cute. <laughs> and that was back in the late 70s, and it sort of stuck. So back, You were an engineer at NBC. I was an engineer at NBC back then. Well, yeah. Here we are. Now, yeah. you're an en- now you're the president of the CATS podcasting system. Uh, president, CEO, and head janitor, too. We're in an underground bunker in <laughs> Bethesda, Maryland. Yeah, that we are. You're listening to At The Movies with Arch Campbell and Lou Katz and a cast of thousands. So uh, we're talking movies now about movies this year and movies we look forward to. And one of my best reviewing pals worked for years as the reviewer for AARP, I credit him with the phrase movies for grown-ups, whether he likes it or not. And now with us by telephone is Mr. Bill Newcott. And you have several th- several irons in the fire now, including you review for the Saturday Evening Post. I do. And uh, I write for the print edition of the Saturday Evening Post every other month. Ironically, or whatever that word would be, applying to that, that the Saturday Evening Post comes out every other month, and I do a, a, a video program for them on that on YouTube and Facebook. You're the guy who came up with movies for grown-ups. Do they still make movies for grown-ups? You know, it's an endangered. We're talking, we're talking about dinosaurs, endangered species, perhaps. <laughs> but we, we we find a few of them. Yes, I I, I invented movies for grown-ups about 18 years ago at 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 the lovely organization. There's a little club in town called AARP. <laughs> Well, exclusive. It's, not everyone can join AARP. I've been asking my friends to give me a list of, let's say, five movies that you really liked this year. I've been and I've been rolling this around in my mind because a few months ago I asked uh, one friend, and he said, uh, "I'll get back to you on that." He couldn't think of five movies he really loved. I've asked you. What are the five movies that you really just enjoyed watching so far between January and June? I think there are five that I liked a lot. Maybe this is the top of your list. Us is my favorite film of the year so far. I liked Us a lot. I I think Jordan Peele is somebody we need to support. Well, the thing about Jordan Peele is, uh, you know, he sucker punched us with Get Out. We didn't know what we were getting. And then you go in and and your mouth is hanging open because you just can't believe what's unfolding. So we were ready for something special, and that was a tall order. You know, people come away and say, "Well, us wasn't quite Get Out." Well, nothing's you know, you know, Magnificent Emerson's was not Citizen Kane either, but <laughs> it's still you know, it has it. It's it, it, it just a gripping and and another fantastic approach to uh, to race in America. He's just he's a spectacular filmmaker. I hope he tries. I hope he does move along from this theme and sort of expand what he makes movies about but for now it's fantastic all right bill what are you thinking about next gloria bell yes that's one of mine 
Julianne Moore as Gloria, and it's a remake of Gloria. And her performance, I mean, again, this is one of those early-in-the-year performances that you say, will they remember it when award season comes? And they probably won't, but I think it's one of the great film performances of a, by an actress ever. I, I just think it's, it's monumental. It was just lighter than air, easy to watch, and, and easy to uh, like. And John Turturro is a difficult boyfriend. He sure is. <laughs> and he's great at that. In ascending order, um, number three is Apollo 11. Uh, absolutely. You know, that footage is uh, it, that, that it exists and that we can see it in that context is, uh, it's, you know, it's important. It is. You know, there's the persistent, of course, and they're, and they're, they're fringe. They're like flat earthers who say we never landed on the moon. But there are kids now who say, well, maybe, you know, because they, they weren't there and they don't trust the government anyway. Um, and to see that film, to see the quality of the 35 millimeter, I, think, I guess they found some 70 millimeter footage of, of the launches. It's IMAX quality. And it's just it's fantastic. And um, for a story where you know absolutely how it's going to end and you've seen the ending a thousand times, the fact that that filmmaker, Todd Miller, makes you sit on the edge of your seat wondering what's going to happen next. It's, just, it's masterful. It's a, it's a great documentary filmmaking. And to see it in IMAX is just is to be reminded, you know, just how powerful watching a movie can be. It is. It is. So what's number four? Rocket Man. Yes. The Elton John movie. You and I, I think we watched that together. We did. I wasn't sure I was going to like, because I, you come off the high of Bohemian Rhapsody, which I loved. Uh-huh. Uh, and and. I thought, okay, this is going to be sort of like a wannabe of that, even though obviously they were made around the same time. But it holds; it held its own in its own way. It wasn't; it wasn't the same kind of movie musical or musical biography. Dexter Fletcher, the director of Rocket Man, who actually directed parts of, of Bohemian Rhapsody, makes it a ve- its very own movie. And uh, Teron Egerton is, oh uh, yeah, wonderful. I, you know, I I think if Busby Berkeley were working today, he would have made <laughs> Rocket Man because of the production. The production numbers were so good. Yeah. How will you ra- round out your list? Well, you know what? I'm throwing Yesterday on there. Same thing. The music. This is the one where the kid uh, gets hit by a bus when all the electricity goes out all over the world. And when he wakes up, he's the only one in the entire world who remembers the Beatles and their songs. And he brings them back and takes credit for them. I, I loved it. I love the movie. I love the music, obviously. But what I mostly love about this movie is that you and I and people in our generation do have somewhere in the back of our mind a fear that people are going to forget the Beatles <laughs> because no one, no one makes music like that anymore. It's fading. It's, it's you know, I, I think I mentioned to you, you know, you and I, we are now as close to the Beatles, uh, kids being born today are as close to the Beatles as I was to Al Jolson. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> With Georgie Jessel. Uh-huh. And who was listening to that stuff when we were kids? So a, a movie like this, is it's, it's entertaining, but it's also kind of important, I think. All right, guys, let's do a quick review of the top five. You've got Us, Apollo 11, Gloria Bell, Rocket Man, and Yesterday. And I'm with you on every one of these. I think it's terrific. You had a couple. You had a couple of Netflix movies you really liked, though, right? Uh, the Perfection with Allison Williams. Yeah. Man, I'm telling everybody to watch that. <laughs> and uh, Late Night with Emma Thompson is also bitingly funny. And uh, and those are those are some that that I that I'm sending people to see. So 
I guess we're getting a little better stuff. We'll see what comes in the second half. What you looking forward to anything? I am looking forward. I'm looking forward to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, Tarantino's movie. Yeah, July 26. I understand it's it's based on the on Burt Reynolds and Hal Needham and their move from TV to movies. Man. Yeah, and I would throw in It Chapter 2, which comes early in September. I was too squeamish to see It Chapter 1, so I'm not I don't have that on my list, but I hear it's really it's going to be really really good. And a lot of people are looking forward to The Lion King. I'm not. You're not. I have so I have to see some of those movies because of what I do, but I am not I have no sense of anticipation to see any of these remakes of of the classic Disney animated films. And that's just me. I think they're running it into the ground, so you may be right about it. I did see a trailer for something with Aquafina called uh, The Lie, yeah, which looks like it might be an interesting little thing. So we'll see. Anyway, uh, if you would be, you are our bureau chief for <laughs> movies for grown-ups. <laughs> it's lonely out here in the, in the house. You're one of the few grown-ups I see when I go to the movies. <laughs> Mr. Bill Newcott. We have a little grown-up corner now. <laughs> Bill, thanks so much for uh, calling in. Thanks, Arch. We'll talk to you later. You're listening to At The Movies with Arch Campbell and Lou Katz and a cast of thousands. So that's our review of Review, Lou, and it's always great uh, talking with you. Absolutely. And a lot of the movies we've talked about, you and I saw together. Right. Which is always fun. And one of them, we, I think you and I liked more than the rest of the critics, was Shaft. <laughs> I love Shaft. Shaft. Has anybody gone to see Shaft outside of the, the, the projectionist? No. <laughs> no one. Even the projectionist left the room when the new Shaft came. But uh, I'm fondly remembering almost every Shaft movie. Started with that wonderful theme oh, by yeah. Isaac Hayes oh, from man. 1972, and the, and they, you know, then they did uh, the shafts in the 70s, and then they did the remakes, and now this new one. They all start with that music, and so what better music to end a review of review with, other than probably I I would say this is uh, one of the ten greatest movie themes ever composed. I would agree with you. Isaac Hayes, 1972, and it's as good now as uh, as it was then. Enjoy.
against a sexy machine to hold its cheeks. You're damn right. Who is a man that would risk his neck for his brother, man? Can you dig it? That won't cop out when there's danger all about. Yeah. Right on. You see, this cat chef is a bad mother. Shut your mouth. What I'm talking about, chef? Yeah. He's a complicated man, but no one understands him but his woman. John Jack. At the Movies with Arch Campbell and Lou Katz and a cast of thousands comes to you by way of the Katz Podcasting System. Katz, America's number one name in delicatessens, Broadway musicals, and podcasting.